2: This story I'm about to tell you tonight is called A Frightening Lunch Break. From user Ares Kratos. Sit back, relax, and fall asleep as you listen to our tales. The story I want to share with you happened one year ago, not long after the beginning of the first semester. I was 20 by then and I used to hang out near my university a lot at this time of the year because the weather was still really nice and warm, and my university was adjacent to a park. As we had a three hours break, a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to eat lunch in the park rather than in the cafeteria. I said yes, and we went there. It was a regular school day, and the place was filled with kids, students, and people walking their dogs. It may seem odd to underline this, but I rarely go by myself in a park if there's no one else around because it makes me feel nervous and kind of vulnerable. But this day, the place was crowded and we hardly managed to find a place somewhere on the grass for us to sit. We ate, talked, and enjoyed the sunny weather for a good hour. After an hour, the park was way emptier than when we arrived. Almost all the children had left, and we were quite on our own. As we both wanted to smoke a little before returning to classes, we rolled two joints. I know it's not especially a good thing, but it was our little habit when we hung out together. I was focused on rolling up when my friend suddenly asked me, Do you see them? I looked in the same direction as her, but I couldn't see what she was talking about. She insisted those guys with the back. They are staring at us. And then I saw them. 50 meters away from us, two guys were standing in the middle of the way, looking intensely at us. They had literally no expression on their face. I'm kind of used to creepy men, whether they are polite or much more intrusive. It can be really easy to get rid of them, but those kinds of encounters are often awkward, embarrassing, or worst. So I felt a little uncomfortable, although I wasn't worried. As I kept looking at them, I understood that they were going to talk to us. I asked my friend if she knew them, and she answered no, adding that she hoped they would not come over to say hi. Unfortunately, three minutes later, they were right in front of us, smiling. They were two. The first to talk introduced himself as Manny. He was a small and short-haired guy who was obviously on drugs. The other one was a tall, pale, quiet guy. I can't remember his name. Manny talked and smiled a lot. He introduced himself and his friend, asked us about our day, praised the warm temperatures. He seemed either unable to shut up or desperately trying to play it cool with us. Before we could even tell them to leave, he invited himself to join us on the grass, assuming that we would be okay with it. As a welcoming gift, he opened his bag and showed us a 4.5 liters bottle of vodka. I couldn't help but judge them. His friend handed us a tiny paper cup, but we declined the offer, saying that we needed to stay sober because we had classes to attend two hours later. Unfortunately, they had already drunk a fair amount of vodka, and they kept insisting until my friend told them I'm not the type of person who would drink vodka right after lunch. I either drink it on Friday night with my friends or pass my turn. Don't ask us again. I should tell you now, my friend is not a scaredy cat at all. To be honest, she's the bravest person I've ever met she's never uncomfortable in front of strangers. Usually, when she's bothered by a weird guy, she either acts weirder than him to make him feel more uncomfortable, or laughs it off, or, in the worst cases, she kicks his ass and leaves. So, even if she didn't want their company, she was still unperturbed and relaxed, and it felt good to have her by my side. They must have felt that she was serious because they stopped insisting, and instead they started to ask us things like, are you students?
0: Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Ba da ba ba ba. Do you have a boyfriend? Can I have your number? And so on. We were both in a relationship, but it didn't stop them from flirting. They kept complimenting us in a heavy, unpleasant, clumsy way, and we began to feel embarrassed. We could clearly tell that alcohol was unleashing them. They were annoyingly enticing, openly flirty, and it escalated quickly from sympathetic remarks on the way we were dressed to nasty sexual advances. As I said, we were not interested. But they didn't take no as an answer. I was so uncomfortable that I avoided eye contact as much as I could while trying to find a way for us to get out of this situation. At this point, two other guys came and sat with us, even though we didn't tell them that they could. They looked dirty, idle, and stoned, and one of them had a scrawny dog full of fleas, but we kept our thoughts to ourselves. My friend said something like we should probably go back to college now, but it didn't work the way we planned. They offered to come with us, claiming that it was not the first time that they crashed classes just for fun. We replied, no, thanks, we don't want to get into trouble, but Manny insisted again. We declined, he kept insisting, saying don't worry. It's no big deal, and suddenly he pulled a gun out of his pants and brandished it in front of us, with a proud expression on his face. We immediately stopped smiling. First, because we live in France, and second, because we felt trapped. The gun looked old but real, heavy, and extremely dangerous in his drunken hands. It was not funny anymore. I was genuinely afraid of what would happen next. One of his friends started to panic got up and said are you fucking crazy don't you know I got heroin on me to which Manny replied chill out there are no cops here his friend shook his head and took his bag ready to get out of here then Manny pretended to be aiming at Steve and he told us with a big carnivorous smile that he could totally shoot him without being in trouble Steve seemed a little nervous Nick walked away yelling that he didn't want to be seen with us because it was too risky We were in the middle of the day, in an almost empty park, so the scene seemed quite unreal. I just thought, crap, I've never been this close to a gun, and its owner is a drunk man who doesn't want us to go. It looked bad. He turned towards us, exhibited the weapon, and asked for our opinion. Do you like it? I'm not a huge fan of guns, I replied. Are you scared? Maybe. I tried my best to hide the fact that I was scared because I didn't want him to notice it and to take advantage of me. Even my friend kept a fake smile on her face to keep up appearances. He quickly put it back in his pants and stared at us for a long time with a wary eye. After what he strangely asked, what did you see? I figured he was talking about the gun, but I couldn't understand why he would ask such a thing. He asked again, so I said I saw nothing and he laughed. My answer may seem stupid, but I didn't want him to feel proud or to give him this kind of power over us. I thought it was stupid to carry a gun and point it at his friend. But he simply kept laughing, and his laugh sounded awful to my ears, like the one of a cold-blooded sociopath. I was so nervous that my hands were shaking. My friend must have noticed it because, all of a sudden, she took my arm and told everyone, "Oh crap, We're late. We must go. Have a nice day before running away. They shouted, can we have your phone number at least? And she replied, without even looking back, no, but have a nice day anyway. We never walked so fast to get to classes than this day, even though we ended up not attending the lecture because our teacher was sick. We were still so astounded by what just happened that it took us several hours to process. And after that, we avoided the park for a long period of time. So to the drunk, creepy guys of the park who had a gun for no reason, let's not meet again. Ever. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day.